0: All right, Alexander. Let's do a video on what is going on in Kosovo-Metohija, and it looks like a conflict is uh, is being stirred up, and um, it comes at a very interesting time because uh, you have a lot of uh, of EU uh, officials and even EU parliaments, including. Parliament of the Netherlands, which are very upset with Serbia because they refuse to place sanctions on Russia. This is true, actually. The the parliament in the Netherlands actually passed, or they voted. They're going to vote on, or they've passed. I'm going to pull up the story right now. The lower house of the Dutch parliament passed a resolution calling for the European Commission to be given the power to punish Serbia... For refusing to join European Union sanctions against Russia, why do I say this what is it what, is, uh, what does this have to do with kosovo and mitokia Well, I think a lot actually, and um, I think they 're putting Serbia in a very difficult situation, and all Serbia is doing is uh following the twelve forty four u n resolution and they are following it it seems by the uh, by the letter, but not good enough for uh for the powers that be.
1: Well, let's just unpack what you've just said. I think that you've actually identified the whole cause of this entire crisis. Serbia refuses to impose sanctions on Russia. It is politically impossible for the Serbian government, this existing Serbian government, President Vucic's government, to impose uh, sanctions on Russia. Serbian public opinion is strongly against this. So, of course, what you see in response is a concerted attempt by the European authorities, the Western authorities, the NATO authorities, to pressure Serbia, to bully Serbia into submission. In other words, (laughs) sanctions, imposing sanctions on another country is no longer the sovereign right of a particular country. It is something that the European Union, the NATO powers, will oblige a particular country to do. So if country A doesn't want to impose sanctions on country B, well, if the US, the EU, the Dutch Parliament, those sort of people, think that country A should impose sanctions on country B, then they will put enormous pressure on country A to impose sanctions on country B. Country B. It shows you how expansive this doctrine of sanctions is becoming. How there's, it, 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 it's essentially a kind of sanctions imperialism now. You know, you either join us or we come after you. Because the situation with Serbia and Kosovo is never fully stable, there's always tensions. Serbia doesn't and cannot recognize kosovo's independence serbian public opinion overwhelmingly opposes that president vucic's government would certainly not survive if he were to take such a step at least such a step in that kind of straightforward way nor can the government of serbia simply abandon the serb population in kosovo which is a you know population that has been there for centuries it's a center of serbian culture Can't abandon them either. So you have a situation where clearly this crisis has now been manufactured. You've got the Kosovo authorities being given the green light to impose their authority on the Serb population in Kosovo. This, of course, directly violates UN Security Council resolutions, but then who remembers those? After all, The UN Security Council, after the end of the Yugoslav bombing war in 1999, um, reaffirmed that Kosovo remains a province of uh, a region within Serbia. But of course, that was contradicted. It was set aside by the Bush administration when they decided to treat Kosovo as an independent state, recognize Kosovo as an independent state. The Serb Serb government continues to cling to that legality. It is exercising its legal right to send people, troops, security forces, into Kosovo to defend the Serb population there. But, of course, in the kind of situation we now have, we are looking at a crisis in the Balkans. We're looking at an attempt, essentially, to create a crisis between, uh, with Serbia, and of course the intention ultimately is to change the government of Serbia, or at least to force it into alignment with Western policies over Russia. This has been a long-standing project, by the way. It's been going on long before the crisis in Ukraine. We've seen how um, the Western powers have been trying to put pressure on Serbia, welfare, you know m- much more than a decade, um, how they 've been you know, whittling away Serbian influence in places like montenegro, um, how they 've been trying to isolate Serbia in the region, and of course now they 're going they 're trying to go for Serbia itself. The risk they run is that they will start a war in the Balkans, which could spiral out of control, so you would have another war in the Balkans in Europe alongside the even bigger war. We've got in Ukraine. And um I have to say this, I suspect that if there was a war, um the Western powers would discover that Serbia was a much tougher proposition to deal with than they imagine. But when did the neocons who run policy in Washington and Brussels ever show any capacity to see that? When have they ever shown? a willingness to put their gears into reverse.
0: Yeah, on the 15th of December, uh, the Pristina authorities, they are uh, asking to become a candidate country of the European Union, under the, the name of Republic of Kosovo. Of course, you have five countries which don't even recognize that such a country exists. Greece, Cyprus, Romania, Spain, of course Spain and Slovakia so I think that's the tell that that application to become an EU country to me signals that what this is all about is uh, a way for for Europe to for NATO NATO and Europe to to create this second front that they've been trying to create in this conflict uh, with Russia and it seems like they've uh They've settled on Kosovo and Montenegro. That's going to be the the region where they're hoping they can create a second front, or they're hoping they can distract Russia. They can put pressure on Serbia to switch sides, which would be a blow to Russia as well, because you break apart these these allies. Um, you know they've they've got all of these ideas in their head as to how to to deal with with the Serbs and the Russians, and it looks like they, they've settled on. Uh, on this this formula of of uh, of sending authorities in Pristina to to cause disruptions in Serb areas, while at the same time getting Pristina to uh, to put forth a candidacy to enter the European Union, which which is, I mean, the, the premise is ridiculous to begin with that that this is this this region is going to to become an, an EU member. I mean. It's crazy enough Ukraine and Moldova, but this is now bordering on, on just laughable. But, but well, it does absolutely. show all of this stuff that we're talking about signals just how, how, how
1: crazy they've become, the, the NATO EU people. Absolutely. This is entirely correct, because, of course, uh, uh, the authorities in Pristina and Kosovo would not be making this kind of application if they had not been encouraged to do it by people in Brussels. I mean, that goes without saying. And, of course, the authorities in Brussels who are doing that, um, doing so undoubtedly with backing from some of the major Western capitals, Washington, London, Berlin, probably, Paris, um, they wouldn't be, uh, uh, um, you know, they're, they're taking this step of encouraging Kosovo to apply for EU membership despite the fact that as you rightly say five eu states do not recognize kosovo's independence so as of this moment in time they are they would be bound to oppose this now again what's going to happen you know if this thing takes its course is that there will be enormous pressure on those countries greece romania spain Uh, the others, and trying to get them to change their positions, to try to recognise Kosovo. But realistically, that can only happen if there's a conflict. There's an actual conflict and Serbia loses. And I wonder whether that isn't really the agenda. Start a war, a new war in the Balkans. Um, Vucic, in a speech that he gave yesterday addressed to the Serb people, it seemed to me that he feels very much that a, a war is now coming, And whether the assumption, the calculus, again, is that we can engineer a war and uh, Serbia will lose and that will demolish the Serb government that exists today, enable the Western powers to establish its own kind of protectorate over Serbia, isolating uh, Russia further, because the only country in Europe that shows continued sympathy for Russia is Serbia, so you demolish Uh, Serbia, then, of course, you've established your control over the Balkans and uh, you've isolated Russia. It seems to me that's probably what some people are thinking. Again, as I said, I think that may underestimate the degree of resistance that they will get in Serbia and the fact that, you know, war would not be straightforward in this part of the world at all. And I have to also say that even if it were successful, I think it would be sowing so many problems in the future that it would be a success that would one day come back to what to bite its creators. But of course, they will have moved on by then. They never think in that kind of long term perspective. They see everything not as an exercise in genuine peace building. We see it all as a geopolitical chess game, and they see Serbia as a piece in that chess game, that chess board that they want to capture. So I think that's probably a lot of what is going on here. And as I said, it's also a way of disciplining those NATO states, those EU states like you know Greece, Romania, Spain, all the others, that won't recognise um, Kosovo. It's bringing them back under control, you know, putting the heel down on them too, um, exerting the authority of Brussels and ultimately of Washington over them as well. In other words, in, in enforcing block discipline. But, you know, regardless of whatever the strategies are, the effect is the same. We're looking at another attempt to create a war situation. In other words, once again, the seeds of war are being planted in Europe. And we could very well be within hours in a conflict situation in Europe. And Western policy has again encouraged it. And can I say something which is, tells me how dangerous the situation is becoming? I was reading the British media... This morning. I was reading all the big broad, you know broadsheet newspapers, as we call them: the Times, the Independent, the Daily Telegraph, The Financial Times, The Guardian. I looked at the BBC. They're not talking about this story in the Balkans at all. The only story about Serbia that I could find was one in the Financial Times, which was all about the fact that a crypto currency fraudster had escaped from south korea and was now hiding in serbia so it's as if there's been you know a sort of decision to just not cover this deteriorating crisis in the balkans That some sort of word has gone out that you know don't talk about it now and that i have to say i think is a very ominous sign indeed because of course if there's this Wall of silence. This curtain of silence being pulled down, then that suggests to me that something very, very bad is coming.
0: Yeah, they're they're still trying to formulate the uh, propaganda to demonize the Serbs, exactly. and they haven't quite figured it out exactly. My guess is that they're probably waiting for Serbia. They they probably want go. They want to goad Serbia into into taking some sort of action. In uh, in Kosovo Medoghia, and that way they'll be able to to frame it once again as the the, yeah. the
1: barbaric Serbia, you know.
0: uh, Serbs are attacking the the, the poor, you know NATO
1: protected uh, yeah. people of course, yeah. of okay. okay. absolutely. absolutely. I mean, I, I get, it,
0: yeah that, that that's why that's
1: why they're being excited. I, um, well, well, absolutely, uh, I'm going to just add one thing, which is specifically about Britain. This is actually going to be a, a rather hard sell because there's an awful lot of people from Kosovo, or who came from Kosovo in Britain. And, you know, I'm not trying to talk about everyone. The great majority of them are good, law-abiding people. Some of them are not. And you do come across quite often in the British media now references to people from there, from Kosovo specifically, who become involved in various um, activities in Britain, which, frankly, are not going to make them at all popular with the British public. I'm choosing my words very, very carefully indeed, but it is a common trope in much of the British media and has been for some time now. So the idea of you know Kosovo as a victim, of people in Kosovo as victims, of wanting to have more of them come to Britain, as might happen, if Kosovo were to join the European Union, even though Britain is now outside the European Union, that wouldn't be popular with a lot of people in Britain. And I suspect the same is true in Europe altogether. And that may explain, as I said, why they, they're trying to formulate the the uh, media response for the crisis when it comes.
0: Yeah. What? Uh, what, if any... Response does Russia have if if any I mean it's not obliged to to, to respond oh, no it's it not obliged, obliged to respond in a
1: way as well I mean no yeah it's not it's you know, not legally it, 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 obliged to respond yeah that's what I'm saying it's not legally I obliged think, I mean there's not there's I, not a I don't treaty think, between the, the the two countries no. but there yeah. is a
0: lot of uh,
1: yeah a, a, a tremendous
0: I, I, amount I, I, of I know of I don't think it can in, in Russia I know
1: time. I don't think it can stand idle either I mean the first thing the Russians will do undoubtedly is they'll do what they can in diplomatic terms. They'll take it to the Security Council. That may not sound very impressive, but it is a way of trying to mobilize international opinion. Remember, all the big powers outside the West, China, India, Brazil, all the rest, are basically on Serbia's side. Uh, China and India, especially so. So, you know, th- this is probably actually going to strengthen, harden those relationships, and that's something that the Russians would welcome. For itself but i think also it might enable them to start putting more pressure on the west i suspect that they can also provide serbia with a certain amount of military assistance not in the terms of weapons supplies because how would russian weapons get to serbia how would they be able to do that in any significant quantity. Serbia is landlocked and it's essentially encircled but I'm sure that they can provide Serbia with intelligence, they can provide the Serbians with information about where the NATO forces are. Uh, Serbia is fairly well armed, I mean it's not obviously NATO but it's got a strong army it's a strong disciplined people, you've been to Serbia recently, you came back I remember you telling me what a confident and vigorous sense of nationhood um, Serb, the Serb people have, I think they could get give a good account of themselves in a war and I think not only that, but as I said with some degree of Russian assistance intelligence, diplomacy, that kind of thing, you know, it could easily go wrong for the West too. I can imagine that it might do. Well,
0: let's not forget that the West is a lot of the countries are already demilitarized, or get or approaching the point of being demilitarized. So essentially, you would be looking at the United States, you know, picking up all of the all of the load there as far as uh, yeah. going at it with uh, with Serbia. I mean, Europe. I can't think of one EU country that's in any position to do anything on a military level to, 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 well, to Serbia. Maybe I'm missing something. Maybe France?
1: No, not even France. I mean, the French are now complaining, yeah. the French military are complaining that all their best weapons have been sent to Ukraine. The German military is saying that if there was a war, they wouldn't be able to defend Berlin. The, the most they could do would be to defend a small town like Augsburg, and that, in fact, uh, the German military is now basically, you know, tamped out and don't forget something else if there's a war against serbia i mean there is going to be a very strong reaction amongst other people in europe in greece in bulgaria in romania probably in macedonia as well you know the orthodox serbs the orthodox uh, slavs there i mean it's not as if at a popular level serbia is without friends i mean i can easily see as i said how this thing could you know get out of hand and in some of these countries where there's been misgivings about the support those countries have given to ukraine over the war with russia i i I can i can just imagine that you know if there was a war against serbia you know the 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 the, the cup of tolerance of, of acceptance might overflow people might start in these countries to start conflating serbia with russia and ukraine they might start to see this as indeed a western plot and i can very well imagine that as i said this could provoke a crisis and it could also radicalize feeling about the war in ukraine and in russia too so you know, don't underestimate these things i'm not saying these things will happen but I wouldn't be surprised. So you're absolutely right. It would have to be the United States. It would have to some extent to be Britain. Um, the French could deploy their air force, presumably. I don't know what Maloney and the Italians would do, but you know, perhaps they'd go along. They have long-standing relationships with Albania. Um, I can't imagine it would be popular there, but you know, who's to say? But you know, undoubtedly they can outgun Serbia, but. You know, the Serbs would be defending themselves. It's a very coherent society. And as I said, it's not without friends. So I think this is a very risky move that uh, uh, some people are taking. And I can very, very easily see how it could spin out of control. And regardless, even if it doesn't, it again shows the recklessness and cynicism and ruthlessness of those who drive Western foreign policy. And sooner or later, I mean, it is inevitable that this thing, that this kind of approach to international relations is going to go to smash. I mean, it is already to some extent done in Ukraine, which we'll come to soon, I think, in another programme. But, um, you know, playing these kind of dangerous games in the Balkans is beyond reckless. Yeah, this whole...
0: Christina Republic of Kosovo, entering, we have to enter the EU. It is the same tricks that they played with Zelensky. We, ha- we have to become a NATO member. We have to become a NATO member. They pulled the same stuff with Maidan in 2014. Um, the, the whole thing is, you know, the hypocrisy over Serbia's right to, uh, to request their soldiers to enter Kosovo under a UN resolution. But uh, the the collective West is now denying Serbia that right. So yeah, now this UN aggression. resolution,
1: they're, they're, they're we have to ignore this. Aggression. Yeah, we we can they're ignore, this one. ignore this. Already calling it aggression. Yeah, Well, absolutely. I mean, we can ignore this. Well, absolutely. I mean, they, resolution. They, they, they they discover legality when it suits them, and they forget it when it suits them. I mean, they've shown that pattern with all the UN Security Council resolutions that I can think of. I mean, like um, you know the. Uh, You know, the international court's opinion on um, Kosovo applies to Kosovo, but it doesn't apply to Crimea or Donbass. Nobody's ever explained why. But, you know, that's that's the way in which the Western powers behave. And, you know, if you read commentaries, non-Western commentaries increasingly now in all sorts of places, not just China, uh, but, you know, India, the Middle East, wherever, people are just getting fed up with this. And, as I said, they now engineer a crisis in the Balkans, as I, say, I think it's going to solidify um, hostility to the West internationally even more. I mean, China, as I said, strongly supports Serbia. Russia obviously does. India does too. I mean, the Indians have a long history of good relations with Serbia and before that with Yugoslavia. And, of course, they don't like uh, secessionist movements any more than anyone else does. And they certainly don't like the way in which the Western powers talk about secession. And, of course, they have concerns in places close to home or part of their home, as they would say, in Kashmir and the rest, which gives them particular reasons to feel angry at the way in which the West behaves
0: yeah i i think that uh, the eu is nato and the eu they they believe that they're playing some sort of 5d chess with russia yeah via serbia they've been trying to to knock out serbia like you said for a while now and they feel that this may be their time this can also um knock russia off balance no doubt they're starting to 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 understand that they're heading for a colossal loss In Ukraine, If they haven't already understood it, I'm sure they understand that they're heading for a colossal loss in Ukraine and and they think that this is our master chess move right here. This is the card that we're going to play that's going to give us uh, the win. But we say all of this, no Mm -hmm. doubt the Kremlin, they're on top of this 100%. Putin is on top of this 100%. And it wouldn't surprise me one bit if Russia has a say in what goes on in Serbia. It really wouldn't oh. surprise me if Russia calls mm-hmm. NATO and the EU's bluff. That, that, I think, would be an interesting move mm-hmm. if Russia is like, you touch Serbia, well, it's not going to go unanswered. I, I'm not saying that's what's going to happen, and I don't yeah. know what, what the Kremlin may be up to, but there's yeah. no doubt that they're, that they're watching everything very carefully, and I think they have their moves planned out. They're not going to oh, let... Uh, Serbia get run over no, by no. NATO um, this time around. They're not going to let it happen.
1: That's my own, I, my opinion. I, I, my, I know, opi- but, my my yeah. my opinion as well. As I said, I don't know what the Russians are planning to do. As I said, difficult for them to intervene militarily, given as I said, that Serbia is effectively encircled. But that's not to say that the Russians aren't in a position to do many things. And of course, they will have game planned this because they'll have known that this was coming over many years I mean they could see it just as we could see it and you can be absolutely sure that the telephone lines between Belgrade and Moscow the secure telephone lines I should make clear are 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 probably buzzing at the moment and that the embassy the 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 embassy the Russian embassy in Belgrade and the uh, Serb embassy in Moscow you know they're probably hives of activity at the moment. The last time you know there was a major well the, the the great crisis we discovered discovered discussed it all in our history programs the the last time there was a great crisis, the one that started the crisis of the 20th century arose because the Western powers underestimated the extent of russia's sense of obligation towards Serbia and I'm talking about the events of 1914 and if you remember I was from that history program that we did about a year ago now I, I you know we made the point over the course of it that when there were the discussions in Vienna and Berlin which led up to the First World War nobody was you know there were only one official the Hungarian official was going around and asking what will the Russians do there was a sense that, you know, the Russians weren't even in the game. And, of course, they were in the game. And we know what happened. They may be making the same mistake again.
0: Uh, these people in Europe and in NATO are absolutely dangerous.
1: Well, they're incredibly dangerous. They're also 1914 very... 1914, it's like history. Just, it's it's all... Yeah. Well, uh- Absolutely. Well, I mean, this is this is really this is what's so alarming about the situation because one senses that. Well, I know history isn't very much taught anymore. I mean, I, I don't know whether this is true in most of Europe, but certainly it is in Britain. The you know, teaching of history in schools has withered, so I think people are not very well informed about history any longer. And I don't really understand that history doesn't always repeat itself, but it often rhymes. And of course, in this case, it is going to run. Yeah. All right. We'll monitor the situation closely.
0: The Duran.locals.com and go to the Duran shop 10% off. Use the code GoodDay. And we are also on Rockfin as well. Take care.